Welcome everybody to Books with Cooks, a podcast for bookies and foodies. Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm Alex. And we're two cousins who are also best friends who love to read. Yeah. And I love to cook. And I cook to survive. We'll be reviewing, analyzing, sometimes overanalyzing, and discussing the books we're currently reading, as well as new and old recipes from our kitchen to yours. By the way, we're real people with real families. So you may hear cats, dogs, birds, babies, and husbands. So enjoy that bonus material. Now let's get booking. And have a tasty chat. end of this episode for some bloopers and bonus content. Hey, 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 listeners. If you're enjoying our podcast, please give us a five-star review on Apple, Spotify, or your preferred streaming service to help us reach more listeners and spread the word about our podcast. All right, now it's time to harpoon that tune. Can you guess the tune within five seconds of hearing its intro? We want to know. If you can guess, reach out to us via email or message us on our socials with the answer to be featured in an upcoming episode and grab a chance to be entered in an upcoming giveaway. Today's tune is... Welcome back, everybody. It's time for Books with Cooks After Dark. Just kidding. (laughs) Seriously. Uh, Hey, Jess. What's going on? (laughs) Hi. Uh, nothing. I'm just being the most ridiculous I've ever been in my life. And uh, <laughs> I blame it all on my coffee. Yeah, sure. Blame it on yeah. the coffee. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. No, I had um, I had a chocolate coffee today Ooh. with the, the chocolate uh, macadamia in it. Mm, so good. Love it. I had I, of- I just finished my coffee, but it was um, my double espresso with some French vanilla in it. And yeah, that's all. I had my cayenne pepper in it, though, which was nice. A couple of times it was a little too spicy, hit me right in the back of the throat. So she said, and I started coughing uncontrollably. <laughs> I hit you in the tit? Hit me in, right in the tit. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> Spicy tit. Spicy tit. <laughs> Listen, that's just a preview of what's going to go on here, right? We're not going to try to hide it. You've seen what the next, you've seen what the title of the last episode was, all right? And we're coming, we're coming in hot in this episode. Spicy. <laughs> coming in spicy hot. So you know, hold on to your tits and <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway. So we are we are we are going to be writing a dark fantasy, just like we've done our horror and our thriller. Before we do that, though, Jess, was there anything that you wanted to talk about, or do you want to just no. jump right into this? <laughs> but it is going to be spicy, just so you guys know, because you know it's dark Tr- fantasy. Tr- I don't know. Tr- I don't know what I'm talking about. Trigger warning: it will get spicy. <laughs> it's going to get weird. <laughs> Trigger warning on weird also. Yeah. Um, wait till you see the names of these people, but I don't know. What else? What do you want to talk about first? I mean, you know, anything that you uh, want to say? Not really. Other than I received Iron Flame today and I Yay. started reading it. So look, looking forward to talking about that once we finish it. And yeah. yeah. I'm still not getting my book until tomorrow. I know. Messed up. So, I know. I texted Alex yesterday and I was like, so, you know, you can't read yours yet because you got to sacrifice. And she was like, no. No, not happening. <laughs> I, I was like, oh, all right. Evil, evil. <laughs> 
<laughs> I know. No, and then I, I sent her this. I wasn't going to really do that, but. I sent her this not. gif of this man in the in the snow with his underwear. And he's like, I'm so cold. Thinking like it would be like me being like, oh, I'm ice cold. I'm not waiting for you. And she was like, what is that supposed to be? Me in the cold and you just filming me instead of helping me? I was like, you really, really read into that one. I don't know. Hey, I I, I analyze everything. I don't try to hide it. I know, I know who I am. All right. But if you send me that, that's, you know, it's evil. Okay. Such a weird, a weird interpretation. Yeah. You might as well have just wrote back and wrote like a picture of me, but I spit on it. That's all. I spit on you. Freeze, bitch. Oh my God. Do you know that yesterday Rob randomly, (laughs) Rob was randomly like, I would spit on that. And I was like, you would want his jest. Jess was just using this all the time and now you're randomly saying it? This is like the new thing on the streets? Yeah, I spit on you. I don't know. That's a new thing. What did I say the other day? I was spitting on everything, remember? Oh my God. I don't even remember. I was like, I spit on that. I spit on that book. I think think we're talking about Jada again because you saw saw (laughs) that Will Will had a book and you were like, oh, his is just called Will and hers is called Worthy. And what did she think she needed to come out with a book with another W word? (laughs) I With spit on you. W? Yeah, I spit on you. Uh, oh my god! Don't even get us started on Jada again. I know. <laughs> Seriously, Wait. we didn't want to talk about her, and then she makes her. Wait, I want you to know that I just went into messages and I typed in "I spit," and a whole bunch of stuff came up <laughs> to see what it is. <laughs> It's it's a conversation with you, obviously, and it says I spit on her. Also, I spit on him. Who am I spitting on? <laughs> you spit on everyone. <laughs> oh, Dane. That's oh, one. that's right. I, said, I spit on him. Not Dane. I spit on him. That's right, because I I mentioned that I saw on TikTok people are questioning if the real enemies to lovers is going to be between Violet and Dane now that he's like the the enemy of sorts. And her and Zayden already got together in the first book in a five book series. And you were like, no, no, I spit on him. Yeah, yeah, I do spit on him. Okay, and if that happens, I'm going to literally run outside my house. And the first person I see walking the dog or something, I'm going to spit on them. So I hope that doesn't happen. I want nothing to do. I really do that. But I, I really want to know, like, if Dane, if something's going to pop off with Dane and Violet, I'm not there for that. I don't want that. It's not what the people want. Yeah. Don't act like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, no, 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 no. Don't get me wrong. I don't want Violet to be with Dane. I don't think that makes sense. But I'm here for a Dane redemption, redemption arc. I'm here for that. I love a good uh, villain redemption arc. I think that they're fascinating, but I don't know. I, if if it turns into like a love story between her and Dane, I will puke everywhere and I'll hate it and I'll spit on him. I stopped listening because I hate Dane and I don't want any part of that story. <laughs> okay. Also, going back to, um, no, I'm only kidding, but going back to uh, Jada, because I said after that, I was like in the, in the same chat, I was like, I spit on her also and I sent you a picture of the book and that's when we discussed what you said. Yeah. But instead, because she's a villain, right? She could have just <laughs> named her book Willin instead of villain, you know? Oh my God. <laughs> willing, but she's she's not willing. She's anti willing. She's not willing to do what needs to be done over there. Because... <laughs> I'm done. I, just, I can't with Jada anymore. <laughs> I'm done. This this whole chat just turned into like a whole blooper session. And it's gonna stay. It's gonna be because right. what do we have in store for you? Well, just if you're still with us, just know it's gonna get weirder for me. <laughs> It's going to be a weird. We've already been. Yeah, we've already been hanging out virtually for the last hour or so, just cracking each other up. 
Yeah, I almost died. I almost didn't make it. Uh, no, you don't understand. This is so we know how we're going to make a dark fantasy. We're going to write a story like we usually do. But making up the characters, setting and weapons and props and events of this one really took me out. Yeah. Yeah. So I hope that you guys enjoy it. <sighs> All right. Let's uh, let's tell the people what they can expect. All right. So for our characters, we have the Squirrel King, Queen Atlantid. Shaquif, the outlaw named Spazberry, Richard, also known as Raging Dick, Sandy, <laughs> Marvolo, the Midnight, as in, is he cool? Nah, he's mid. The Wonder Tit Elders, the Tit Winged Fairy, the Titwit, and Tiny Tit. <laughs> Just a little context, okay? Instead of the Nitwit, the Titwit, and instead of Tiny Tim. Tiny tit. No, That's if all. you have to explain it, it's not funny anymore. Fine, fine. Old people, uh, man. All right. <laughs> well, but there's a reason why we have this theme going. Alex, what's the setting? It makes perfect sense when you know. All right. So our stories will take place in the wonderful kingdom of Wonder Tit during the time of the long autumn, 20 years into the Squirrel King's reign. <laughs> it is in the land of no time. And the Titizens, otherwise known as the citizens of Wonder Tit, are at war with the kingdom of Atlantit. Jess, do you want to tell them what weapons we have? Sure. We have a tree branch, a magic wand, a wizard staff, a nut thrower, because obviously we're in the squirrel kingdom here, a nutcracker, a mammogram machine. Gotta have a mammogram machine. And <laughs> the, the legendary acorn sword. Real serious okay. stuff. All right. Also, I'm just going to throw a new one in here. The tit taser. The tit taser. That makes sense. We should have a tit taser. All right. All right. So All our right. props, events, etc. Obviously, we have a lot of them for this one. We have two twisted yeah. tits. We have an elm tree. We have a deck of magical cards. Makes sense. Throne of Nantucket. We have <laughs> making Rice Krispie treats shaped like acorns. I know you thought it was going to be something else, but it's not. Pulling the sword from the giant magical acorn of Wonder Tit Past Elders. Mediocre jugs. Do consider that what you will. The sword and the boner. The festival of fill in the blank, which is reusable. We could fill it in whatever we want, whatever festival we feel the need to uh, fest, I guess. Um, <laughs> the award for gnarliest nuts. Uh, putting on an enhancing cloak. So it depends on the wearer of what gets enhanced. The sequestered tavern, which sometimes has a titathon. So sometimes they call it the Titathon Salon. <laughs> and then last but not least, Channing's Tatum. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so do with that what you will. All right. Well, well Alex, you, you start us off with the first story this time. And as if you're just tuning in for the first time, we're going to do a story each and then a story together. Yes. All right. So my dark fantasy starts on a dreary day in the kingdom of Wonder Tit. It's been a very long autumn and the Squirrel King has been sitting on his throne of Nantucket since he came of age at 18. It's been 20 years mm -hmm. and the Titizens are a little upset because we've been at war now with the Kingdom of Atlantit ruled by the Queen Atlantit for some time for a good portion of the Squirrel King's reign and they're becoming a little antsy. They're not liking it. There was a festival of tangy tits 
last week and it got really feisty. It got really spicy. People almost set an elm tree on fire. They were exchanging nutcrackers in not a good way. And then it really came down to the midnight and crazy old Maurice to have to put a stop to all of this. So they come barreling through the streets. They're like, all you citizens, get inside. The festival's over. No more tangy tits for you. The next person I see getting rowdy on the streets is going to be subjected to the mammogram machine. So the citizens were understandably a little upset by this. So they did go inside all except for Tiny Tit and Sandy. And they were like, no, you guys don't have the right. We are very upset because we've been at war for a long time. You guys don't seem to care about it. We're going to start taking matters into our own hands. So the next day, Sandy and Tiny Tit And then they also enlist the help of Titwit and the Titwinged Fairy because they needed some assistance on this journey that they're about to embark on. They say, grab your mediocre jugs. We are going to go and pull the sword from the giant magical acorn and tiny tit, you're going to have to get the sword and the boner. So they set out on their journey. Their first stop is at the sequestered tavern. And while they're there, they get some clues. So Raging Dick as they come to know him, (laughs) is at this tavern and he's drunk. He's drinking up a storm. He's got his nut thrower with him and he's just throwing nuts everywhere. I mean, he's shooting nuts at every person and people are getting really annoyed. They're like, that raging dick is such a a dick. That's why we call him that. Anyway, he tells them, if you want to get to the sword and get it out of the magical acorn, first, you're going to have to find Channing's Tatum. So He gives them a map. They're not sure if they can trust it because he's pretty drunk, but they're like, all right, well, let's try and and do this. So they they set out. Tiny Tit has his magic wand and he's like, all right, let's let's conjure up some type of spell here that'll help direct us to Channing Statum. So that works. It brings them to Channing Statum and he's sitting in this really rundown hut. He's just chilling with a big giant pot of tea. He's not drinking it. He's just sitting with it. It's gigantic. Okay. And they come to him and they're like, Channing's Channing Statum. And he's like, yes, that is I. And they're like, okay, we need to get to this magical acorn so that we can pull the sword from it. And he tells them, all right, if that's what you want to do, what you're going to have to do is take this deck of magical cards and these two twisted tits, and you're going to throw them into this giant pot of tea. And they're like, this seems crazy, but all right, let's just do it. Let's see what happens. They do it. And at first it seems like nothing's happening, but then All of a sudden, the spirits of the Wonder Tit elders start to emerge from this giant pot of tea. And they tell them, listen, if you want to get that acorn, this is what you have to do. You need you need to win the award for gnarliest nuts at the next festival, the festival of dangling dicks. <laughs> and so they have to go do that. So they go to this festival. The Titwinged Fairy helps the Titwit. The Titwinged Fairy helps Titwit to enhance his nuts with the enhancing cloak so that he wins this this award. He ends up winning for gnarliest nuts. And then as a result, they the award that they receive is actually a potion that will transport them to the magical acorn. So they do that. They get there. And Tiny Tit is able to pull the sword from the giant magical acorn. They're all very happy. This then brings them to the sword and the boner. And Tiny Tit's able to get that. And eventually they make it back to the kingdom of Wonder Tit. And they present the magical sword and the boner that they pulled. And... (laughs) 
<laughs> and the Squirrel King is so happy. He's like, thank you so much. Please give these treasures to Shaquith and we will set a meeting with Queen Atlantid. And that's what they do. And they're able to settle their ages long feud. And there's war no more in the kingdom of Wonder Tit. All that's right. the end of my story. <laughs> What's your story called? Journey of the Titizens. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh my god. All right. Okay. All well, right. <laughs> yeah. Let's hear your story now. That's a good mine, turn. mine really went off the rails. <laughs> How could you not with these? <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, I'm gonna start with um queen atlantic we're gonna follow her for a minute so queen atlantic you know she's a young queen you know she just became queen you know she went through inauguration or whatever it's called what's it called inauguration oh inauguration day that's what it's yeah. called right i was trying to think of frozen all right <laughs> she's getting ready uh to go to this big party to celebrate and uh you know she's got her handmaiden sandy getting her ready this big beautiful dress and she runs down to the kitchens and she's like man i'm hungry all right so marvolo the cook is there and you know he's cooking up some uh rice crispy treats shaped like acorns and you know he's storing them in these mediocre jugs and you know she's really excited about this event so she's getting all ready you know she's a little nervous so she puts on some kind of cloak enhances some things as she goes and runs to the sequestered tavern and uh while she's in there um she sees uh crazy old maurice but you know she hides from him because nobody really likes crazy old maurice mm -hmm. uh she sees a knight and she's like oh is he good looking but he's mid you know he's a midnight and you know she of course sees the wonder tit elders but she has to hide from them because you know that's not even her kingdom what are they even doing there um and then she sees this guy uh just sitting there alone so she starts talking to him uh she finds out his name is Richard um, and they fall madly in love. Uh, things get spicy, you know, and they end up going into the inn up uh, across the way and getting down. So she rips off her her dress and her her cloak and she, you know, she has two twisted tits and he's a little concerned about that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, he's like, hey, this is, this is some mediocre jugs, but, you know, um, I'm into it. Uh, and he whips out his Channing's Tatum and, you know, they're having some spicy, a spice fest. <laughs> Spice fest. <laughs> spice fest. And um, you know, she's like screaming his name, and at the end, she's like, Oh, Richard, you win the award for the gnarliest nuts. Uh <laughs> and he's like, Why don't you uh why don't you put the let me put my sword in the boner? Um, so anyway, you know, they have a good time. All right. As this is happening, all right, there's a knock on the window and it really startles her. And of course, you know, it's the titwinged fairy, and she's like, What the hell do you want? You know, because they have beef from years ago makes sense yeah her name is Shaquif she's she's a little feisty for a fairy all right so you know she's like what's the problem so she's like listen I just want to let you know that the squirrel king from wonder tit uh is he wants an arranged marriage with you all right and he's he's coming in here and that's why the you know the wonder tit elders are around and crazy old Maurice um and they're gonna try to snatch you up you know and you got to be careful because you still have your inauguration party I, I guess later um that day a lot happening in one day um you know so she's like oh man what am I gonna do so she she grabs a nutcracker obviously that she found and she she races back to the to her castle and who's there when she gets there sitting in the throne of Nantucket but the squirrel king and she's like oh my god and she has Richard with him and he's enraged at this point all right and he's like this is why they call me raging dick you know and he's furious um <laughs> I was you wondering know, he, when the nickname would come in. I was like, was it during the spice? I don't 
Oh, the spice happened already. All right. So, you know, things are going going crazy and he's getting enraged, you know. So he he grabs the legendary acorn sword and they're like, wow, how did he get that thing? Because it was obviously inside of the giant magical acorn. And people are just like, because oh, they can't believe that Raging Dick is the one that pulled it out. That's what she <laughs> said. That's what she <laughs> Anyway, so who comes rolling in but the outlaw named Spazberry? And he's like, how did this titwit do this? How did he do it? In uh, high school, they used to call him the titwit. They used to call him tiny tit. They used to make fun of him all the time, you know, poor guy. But now, you know, he's obviously he's getting with the queen. She doesn't want to marry the squirrel king. You know, she doesn't want to hang out with squirrels all day long. You know, she doesn't even like squirrels. Um, So, you know, she grabs a tree branch and a wizard staff. And she's like, I don't know what to do with either of these things because I'm not I don't even know magic. You know, I'm not trained in magic. So she's like, I need to think for a little while so she runs upstairs you know she goes and checks out the mammogram machine she doesn't understand it because it's medieval times and she doesn't understand where it even came from or what it does she just stares at it for a little while because she's confused and then who comes walking into her room Alec who comes walking in uh Marvolo no crazy old Maurice oh crazy old Maurice <laughs> crazy old Maurice comes in and he's like look all right the citizens are getting you know worried they're in an uproar and she's like I don't really care about them because that's not even my kingdom okay she's like I really don't care about them why are they even at my party and she's they were like look everybody the tea's getting cold people want to know if they could just have fun without you at the party and she's like no I'm going to come down right now calm calm your tits and I'm going to come down right now and uh you know we're going to have the festival of a thousand tits and it's going to be fun and everyone's going to have a great time and he's like yeah that's cool but this is supposed to be your inauguration party so like you know you just what the hell are you talking about? And she's like, I'm sorry, I'm drunk. Um, <laughs> she goes downstairs and she doesn't even make it down the stairs. Someone hits her with a tit taser and she's passed out now. She finds herself. She wakes up in the dungeons. She doesn't know how she got there. Who walks in, though, with the biggest nut she's ever seen ever because of who he is? The Squirrel King. OK, and he's like, Richard, that's my brother. How could you? And she was like, I don't even know you, man. And he's like, that's my brother. I killed him. I slayed him. She's like, oh, no, I can't believe you did that. How'd you do it? He was like with a nut thrower. She was like, oh, no, his poor nuts, you know? Um, <laughs> I promise this story has a plot and it's going somewhere. Um, anyway. <laughs> She cries her eyes out. She says, get me the hell out of here. She breaks out. She runs and cries by the elm tree. You know, she's having a rough day, um, obviously. And, you know, the citizens of Atlanta are like, dude, this is like, you're the worst queen ever. This is the worst day ever. Your party sucks. What are you going to do? You're going to marry the Squirrel King? You're going to leave us? Like, what's up? And she's like, I've decided I'm not going to. So the Squirrel King goes, okay. And he buries his nuts and he leaves. And that's the end. He buries story. his nuts where? In the dirt, Alex. Just like a squirrel would. <laughs> okay. You know, in case he needs to come back, you know, gotcha. next winter or something. And he gotcha. you know. Yeah. 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 All that's right. where this went. All right. All right. Um, so what's no your story? Saw, what's your story? No one saw the, but no one saw the tit taser coming when she came no, downstairs. I wasn't expecting that plot twist. I wasn't expecting the tit taser. That really took me by surprise. It, it's called, um, you know, the, the tit-tastic day or uh, <laughs> tit-tastic. How about catastrophe? Period. It's called the catastrophe. Wait. Oh my god. <laughs> How about queen of catastrophe? Period. Uh, okay. Period. All right. <laughs> and that's it. Wow. Okay. All right. I don't know if I would watch that or read that book. I definitely so. would. I would one hundred percent. For the tit taser alone. <laughs> All right. Start us off on on our next one. <laughs> All right. So there's a lot of talk about this myth about this legendary acorn sword. Nobody knows if it really exists. 
Um, but a few people are like, all right, I think it does. We found a map. Okay. I think we should get a fellowship together to go on this quest to find this legendary sword. So they decide to ask. They decide to ask Marvolo, who is one of the Wonder Tid elders. He's one of the few surviving Wonder Tid elders. And he's the most sane because the other one is crazy old Maurice. Nobody wants to go to him. The, another one is raging dick. Nobody wants to go to him. And yeah, then the final right. one is Titwit, which nobody takes seriously. Right. So they they go to Marvolo and he says, okay, first of all, if you're going to go on this journey, I'm coming with you, obviously. I'm going to bring my wizard staff and my nut thrower because this is going to be essential on our journey. But first, I'm making Rice Krispie treats shaped like acorns because sustenance is important for our journey it's important right so the next person to join this fellowship is obviously shaquif because shaquif is like the best fighter uh everyone knows that so shaquif is like uh obviously i mean the things he can do with a tree branch are just insane so he's like all right look i gotta tell tiny tit that i'm leaving that's his wife i gotta tell tiny tit that i'm leaving because obviously she's gonna worry uh tiny tit's like "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa whoa you're not going anywhere without drinks so she makes some kind of wine type of thing and like something uh, that's water, something very hydrating. And she puts them in mediocre jugs for the journey. And she tells him, you you can't bring a tree branch. You can literally find a tree branch anywhere on your journey. Bring something that's more valuable. So he says, okay, I'm going to bring a magic wand. And this magic wand has been in his family for decades. So, okay. He thinks that it'll be helpful on the journey. Okay. And then they they go to whose house next to ask them in the fellowship? Next, they go to the outlaw named Spazberry. Mm-hmm. Now, he's Bad a bit, of, him. yeah, he's a bit of a wild card because you never know what he's going to do. You know, he is an outlaw and his name is Spazberry. So you don't know what's going to happen with this guy. But they go to him and he says, of course, I'm going to come with you on this journey. Why wouldn't I? This sounds like the thrill of a lifetime. And I'm also going to bring my enhancing cloak because we might need this on our journey. And it seems like you guys need some enhancement. I don't know. It's a weird bunch of of people here going on this journey. And so they set out, but he's like, first, we need to stop at the 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 Titathon salon because I can't go anywhere until I've had my Channing's Tatum. So they stop at the Titathon salon and they discover that there's a festival going on. Jess, what festival is it? Uh, The Festival of Juggling Nuts. (laughs) Uh, and you know, there's a guy there that's wonderful at this and he's part of the, the wonder tit elders. Okay. Everybody knows about him. Okay. It's Sandy, of course. Uh, he's, he's, you know, he's a knight. Well, he used to be, he's an alcoholic now. Um, he's, but he's, he's mid, you know, he's not really a good knight anymore. He's kind of like, he was a good knight. He was the best in his day, but now he's kind of like a mid knight. You know what I mean? Mm. And they're like, listen, uh, Sandy lovable old Sandy um you know we got this this quest that we're going on and we're thinking that maybe you should come with us okay and he was like all right I will come but I just want you guys to know that I have a secret and they're like oh no what's this guy's secret and he's like listen I got two twisted tits and they're like, oh man. He's like, I gotta, you know, I gotta, I gotta bondage, bandage them all the time. You know, I gotta make sure that, you know, they're well, you know, reserved because they're magical and they shoot magical fire. And I have to make sure that they're contained at all time. And he's like, that's my weapon. So, and they're like, oh wow, that's crazy. Um, and he's like, but I'm also gonna bring a tit taser. Um, you know, gotta. Yeah. So anyway, he's coming along too. And of course, they have to ask who else but the the tit winged fairy. Obviously, you can't go anywhere without the tit-winged fairy, okay? It just doesn't make sense. 
and she is important because she's bringing she's bringing her mammogram machine and this is going to be important because you can't go anywhere in wonder tit without the mammogram machine okay it's very useful in lots of things i'm not quite sure actually what it's useful in but it's a good weapon in case things get dicey on the road so they set off and she also has a deck of magical cards so i will say that she does have her deck of magical cards and it's going to help them but first they have to get to this old elm tree and that's where they're going to find well that's where they're going to find that they're starving so they whip out some of these rice crispy treats shaped like acorns start drinking from the mediocre jugs and they decide that they're not mediocre after all that they're delicious so all these things going on all of a sudden they hear a noise and they're like what is happening what is this What's going on? Sandy's like, you know what? Let me unwrap my twisted tits and get out there and make sure that no one's messing about. And if they need to get, you know, flamed, um, it happens. So he goes out <laughs> to the woods. Yeah, because he's got the two twisted tits that go fall, you know, that right, she's fire. Right. Um, so he goes out there and he's about to get ready and he's, he's get, about to pop off some fire and he notices that the noise, it's okay. It was just a bunny, you know, and it was rustling some leaves. He's like, all right, guys, it's fine. But when he turns around by the campfire where everybody was, they were all missing. They're gone. So where are they? Okay. So they were playing around with the deck of magical cards. And one of these cards has vanished them to the kingdom of Atlantid. So they're now they're not even in wonder tit anymore. And they're like, oh shit, what are we going to do? How do we get out of this? Who's the one with the twisted tits? Is it the midnight? Yeah. It's Sandy. The midnight. Sandy, the midnight. Gotcha. All right. So they're like, we lost Sandy. We don't know where he is. We lost a valuable weapon and we have no idea what to expect here. We don't know if these citizens are friendly or if they're going to be hostile. And all we really know is that we've been at war with them. So they start their journey going through this land. They find some weird things. They see a sword and a boner. They think that's really bizarre. They're like, what is that? Do you think that could help us? I don't know. And then they see that there's a festival happening here as well. And this festival is the festival of spinning tits. And they're like, you know what? This would have been really helpful to have Sandy here for this. And it's really a shame that he's not present. But maybe we can find somebody here that will help us as well. So they go to the festival, they're looking for somebody to help them, and the outlaw named Raspberry, I'm sorry, Spazberry. He's Spazberry, not Raspberry. That was his brother. Sorry. The outlaw named Spazberry recognizes someone that he knew from his past, and he's like, I know this guy. It's Raging Dick. And so they go right up to him, and they're like, listen, Raging Dick, this is our situation how do we get out of this? Can you please help us give us any information you can? Yes. And amazingly so uh, that he even recognizes someone in this place he's never been before. He's like, listen, man. All right. He's like, I know it seems like you got transported into a new world. He's like, but I did too. That's how I ended up here. And then he's like, wow, that's crazy. He's like, let me just ask you something. He's like, because I think that we solved a riddle to get here with the magical cards. Uh, he's like, I'm looking for this giant magical acorn uh, of wonder tit past elders. Uh, I'm looking for um, this giant legendary acorn sword that's supposed to be ripped out of it can you help because um it sounds like you're a guy that knows a thing or two and richard's like i don't know what the hell you're talking about man sorry (laughs) (laughs) and you know they were like ah that really sucks so they jump on a train and the train is going super fast all of a sudden out of nowhere and they're like what the hell and they look up ahead and they just see this giant portal and they're about to just get 
sucked into it. And they're like, I don't know what oh, to sure. do. I don't know what to do. So the, the fairy goes, wait a second, I'm getting a bad feeling. I, I think that, you know, we have to, um, there's some clues in this train and we have to decipher the clues in order to make sure that we make it through that portal alive to the other side, because obviously this is part of the plan. So what are the clues, Alex? What do they have to do? Okay. Very intense. This is intense. So they notice that there's a giant map on the wall, kind of like a subway map but different. And there's some weird symbols on it. One of those symbols is a tree branch. And they're like, okay, well, we know that we have somebody here that's very skilled with tree branches. So maybe that's a clue. Maybe that'll help us somehow. Then they see an acorn, a giant acorn. Shaquif is is skilled. Right. But they also see a giant acorn. And they're like, that looks like a really big fucking acorn, dude. That looks like that might be where we need to go. Maybe this is going to help us. Maybe this portal will take us there. So we need to figure out these clues some more. All right. What else do we have? We have what looks to be a throne of Nantucket and a squirrel sitting next to it, not on it. So that's kind of bizarre. And then all the way in the corner, they see just the north gnarliest nuts they've ever seen and they're like if i were to give an award for gnarliest nuts it would go to that that one right there so these are the clues that they have and they have to try to puzzle this out so that this train will take them to this giant magical acorn of wonder tit elders past okay so they shuffle through these clues magically by the skin of their tit they (laughs) they are able to get transported into this portal and go um to the right place and where does it take them but to a throne room and who's sitting in the throne room the squirrel king and his wife the queen atlantic and they're just sitting there and they're like listen to me all right. How did you just appear here? Who are you people? What's up? Guards? You know, they get, they're flipping out and they're like, no, 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 no. You don't understand. We're here on a mission. We have a quest. Okay. This guy was uh, a midnight, you know, and they were like, oh my God, the Sandy, the midnight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's here. He just got here like 15 minutes ago. He's cool. And they awesome. were like, oh man, thank God we got him back. And they will, you know, he comes out and he's like, listen, they hired me. I'm going to stay here. And they were like, no, bro, this is why you're mid. Okay. Because you're supposed to be helping us on this quest. You're not supposed to be staying here. Okay. And he was like, oh yeah, that's right. I forgot. Uh, but you know, why don't crazy Super old Maurice mid. take, yeah, he sucks. Why doesn't crazy old Maurice Maurice take my spot. And they were like, no, he's not even here, man. Okay, whatever. Bottom line is the queen, they're talking about their quest and the queen overhears and she says, oh, you guys are looking for a giant acorn? Yeah, that's literally outside in the garden. And they're like, holy shit. And she's like, nobody's allowed to touch that. Nobody's allowed to go near it. You know, uh, nobody's been able to pull the sword out of there. I'd love to see you guys try. You know, the king's laughing his ass off because he's like, fucking assholes. I couldn't do it. None of my guards could do it. Idiots are not going to do it. A bunch of, you know, titwits. But they all go to the garden. And what happens? Well, first they study this giant magical acorn. They're like, oh, well, is something bad going to happen to us if we try it? And the the Squirrel King's like, no, no, no. Look, I I tried it. I was already a squirrel. It's not like it turned me into one. Go ahead. Just try it. And they all give it a shot. And none of them can do it. And then it's down to Sandy, the midnight, who's like, what are we doing in here again? And they're like, dude, you've been with us the whole time. What are you doing? And he's like, I don't know. I was like kind of captivated by Queen Atlantid. You know, it's a pretty cool place. I like this place. And they're like, get your head in the game, dude. And he's like, fine, I'll try it. And he he walks up and he just pulls it out, just pulls wow. it right out. And it's they're like, like, yeah, that is it is. And they're like, what the actual fuck? Because this guy, this guy. And he's like, you guys are stupid. Like I, this was super easy. You guys are dumb and they're happy, but they're also very, very confused. Now this guy's wielding this big ass sword, you know, uh, he's cutting because it's excellent in cutting nuts. 
Um, so he's cutting nuts with it. You know, he's cutting literal nuts. He's like, you know, threatening the guards and he's like, oh, get your nuts, you know. And a lot of things are happening, but they're so impressed, the king and queen, that they're throwing a festival and they call <laughs> another <it> one. <laughs> And they're calling it the festival of the guy who busted a tit. Yeah. Um, you know, and they're, they're so impressed also, you know, with Sandy and his his uh, his twisted tits. You know, they asked him, they were like, we really do want you to stay behind and hang out with us. Um, but, you know, we're going to get on our throne. And as soon as we snap our fingers, everyone's going to go back to their own kingdom and everybody's going to go back to their own lives and everything's going to be all good. You guys did the quest. Good job. You know, so they have this big party. They have the festival. They're all dancing around an elm tree, having a great time. And uh, they all go to sleep in, in their beds and they wake up in their own beds at home like it never even happened oh wow okay so it could have just been you know rage and dick had a dream and he dreamt all this shit up you know he is an alcoholic after all or <laughs> you know it could really have happened but um that's for you to decide yeah the only thing that they know is that they no longer need nutcrackers in the kingdom because they now have the midnight going around cracking all those nuts with this weird sword he's got that's absolutely right yeah absolutely and is he mid still i don't know yes yeah, he is. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> yeah, I forgot that he was doing a quest the whole time. All right. So my vote uh, for title here or tittle, okay. tittle. would be, uh, I mean, I have a few ideas, you know. Okay. Let's, um, see, let's hear them. Quest up Tits Creek. Okay. Um, tit quest. Just simply tit quest. <laughs> uh, we could have the titillating task. Okay. Um, or the titillating team. Okay. I don't know. A whole bunch of things I'm firing out there. What do I you like think? the I like the titillating team. What about <laughs> the titillating quest? No. <laughs> Festival of a of titillating tits. I don't know. Festival of titillating tits is funny. <laughs> Fantastic voyage. I don't even know the Titastic <laughs> voyage. <laughs> or how about train to Titsland? I don't know. Because they were on a train at one point. The mid tit saves the day. Mid tit. Um, <laughs> that's it that's the name mid tit uh that's just what it's called right there the mid tit oh my Look, god sorry i would say in advance but you've already if you're still here thank you for listening <laughs> <laughs> we hope it was titillating for you and uh yeah the dark fantasy is weird for us man <laughs> i don't even think this was dark fantasy i don't know what the hell this was <laughs> it's like an exploration <laughs> The minds of Jess and Alice. This is like a uh, book from people written that are like doing acid or something. I don't know what the hell's going on here. Books with tits. Ass tit. <laughs> that are ass. <laughs> ass tit. Um, oh. <laughs> all right. Well, this is definitely our weirdest collection of stories yet. Yeah, but it was fun. Hell yeah, it was. <laughs> it was titillating. That's a great word. You're just going to be using that word for the rest of the week. Because it's a great word. <laughs> titillating. Titillating. <laughs> Anyway, we gotta go. We gotta go uh, hang out with Channing Tatum. Yeah, and, and Milas and Milas Kunis. Oh later. my God, Yano's <laughs> Reeve. Yeah. Well, speaking of great words, let's get into our word of the day. Okay. We had a good conversation. <laughs> okay, it's time for the word of the day. Remember that we encourage our listeners to use these words in your daily conversations and with us on our socials. Each word of the day will come from. The Word of Day Vocabulary Workbook by Francine Puckley or Franny the Pucks. Follow the link in bio to get a copy for yourself. All right. <laughs> Call me a tits, all right? We're doing Word of the Day. <laughs> Without further ado, today's Word of the Day is... 
panache or panache. It's spelled P-A-N-A-C-H-E and pronounced panache or possibly panache. We're not really sure. And there was some cousin conflict over it. But it <laughs> it is a noun that is defined as a distinctive flair or style, a flamboyant manner. For example, Jess was swept away by the charming stranger's panache. He seemed so dashing and romantic. Jess, do you have any what? examples for panache? I mean, what happened to Rosamond? I guess Rosamond (laughs) changed changed it to to you. Changed it to you. You were swept away by the charming stranger. Swept away. You liked his panache. Yeah. Alex was swept away by the panache of this word panache. (laughs) She she decided to to embellish. You say panache, I say panache. (laughs) Okay. Like potato, potato? All right, forget it. Do you have any examples? for panached potatoes. Help us. Well, in Two Twisted Crowns, Elm has a certain panache, 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 whatever. You don't even Whatever. I don't know anymore. I'm so confused now. I've said it so many times, but he has a certain panache about him a little swagger, some Mm. flamboyant manner. Yeah. And, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Elm had a panache mustache. Oh, my God. Or a panache mustache, <laughs> depending on how you want to say it. Oh my god! All right. All right well, look, whatever. I uh, hear some trivia about the word panache. All right, it's of French origin, meaning reckless courage. It traces back to the Latin paniculum, meaning small wing. So she said, or in its more vernacular form, pina, meaning feather. Also, what she said. In the Canadian sitcom Shit's Creek, or Tits Creek, more appropriately for this episode, once wealthy but always eccentric parents, Johnny and Moira, lead the Rose family in their panache with wigs and Italian wingtips to designer outfits and unique public personas. All right. That's a good example. That was some good trivia. Yeah, it was some good trivia. All right. So that brings us to our speech series, because as you know, we like to enhance your speech as well as our own. And these phrases and words come from the Well-Spoken Thesaurus by Tom Healer or Tommy the Heels. So for today, what you're not going to say is, that's iffy. Instead, you're going to say, that's open to question. So instead of saying, that wonder tit king is real iffy, instead you could say, that wonder tit king, it's open to, he's open to question. Hmm, That's a good sentence you had there. (laughs) A good example. (laughs) Excellent. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I'm here all week. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. All right. So now it's time for the question of the day. We're going to start with our rapid fire rounds. Alex, what are we doing today? Things you waste your time thinking about. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Perfect. I got two minutes on the clock in three, two, one. Things you waste your time thinking about. Go. Tits. Dicks. (laughs) <laughs> words that can be uh transformed into tit or dicks um i don't know tripping in the dark uh which book boyfriend is my favorite um everything <laughs> whether I would... whether all the people i know in my life are mad at me or not wow uh, the squirrel <laughs> king and whether he would juggle nuts or not um squirrels in general and just in general what their lives are like yeah Dark fantasy stories uh, that involve crazy things with the word tit. 
Something I do think about sometimes is, you know, when you see like a dead raccoon on the street is if their family knows and if they're sad about it. I've thought of that before, but with rats and, and mice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> <laughs> popcorn flavors and what you shouldn't add to popcorn. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Things I really do waste time thinking about though. Uh, I mean, you want to get dark death and how it's going to come about but that's not oh, shit okay uh, <laughs> uh why corn comes out the same in poop yeah that is a good question Look, why do we even eat it honestly i gave it to my dogs once i was like why did i even give this to you all right anyway it used um, to have nutritional value but it no longer does um hmm. i don't, I don't even know <laughs> corny jokes yeah puns, puns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right uh all the books i'm gonna read but won't have time in my lifetime to do, yeah. uh, to do read. Spend a lot of time thinking about the things I don't want to do at work the next day. <laughs> Foods that start with the letter Q. Like quinoa. It's the only fo- food I know. Quiche. Quiche. Oh, quiche. All right, fine. Um, right. Time's up. Movie quotes. Okay. Movie quotes is good for you. <laughs> Look, All right. We could have we literally did the entire episode on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but there's so many things you could waste time thinking about. Yeah. But all right. Well, let's get into our questions. So if you could speak with a friendly spirit in your mind, Alex, without degeneration, and there's no cost, would mm-hmm. you do it? Why would you do it? Or why wouldn't you do it? And who would you do it with? But it would have to be someone that we don't know. Okay. Well, if I were to do it, I would want it to be a stranger. I don't care who it is. I I wouldn't want it to be somebody that I know of or like a famous person or anything like that. I just want it to be a random stranger. But I don't think I would do this. I think I would get annoyed. I would be like, I just want my quiet time for me right now. And they'd just be yapping away in my brain. I'd also run the risk of having a spirit that likes to chat. And that would be really upsetting for me. So I don't think I would want this. I want nothing to do with this. (laughs) Okay. I don't want anybody in my head. I'm already in my head. Yeah. Uh, I don't want anyone (laughs) else in there. There's not enough room in there. You know, it's like a genie, you know, it's just not enough space. Uh, so yeah, no, get out of here. I don't want any part of that. But if I had to choose a spirit that I don't know, I would have to, I guess, pick the ghost of Helen Keller because <laughs> at least she won't really, you know, I can't hear her and I'm sorry. Poor Helen Keller at this point. We're just no. going to go to hell. <laughs> but also it makes sense. I don't want her talking. She won't really talk. She can't really hear anything I have to say. She's not intrusive. How you know? would you even know that she's there? Exactly. She's not <laughs> intrusive at all. Okay. Uh, you know, so that's it right. <laughs> just a lot of tapping probably she would probably yeah. be tapping a lot like on my skull mm. that could get really annoying that quick. sounds really upsetting yeah so, i don't want any part of any of it <laughs> all right final answer <laughs> well all right for our second question would you survive the path to the twin elders card no i wouldn't survive <laughs> any of these things okay <laughs> all right I, not at all i would think it's cool when all the trees start moving and stuff but like as soon as they separate i'm like wait we're not being like guarded anymore. Like this is scary. Uh, you know, I would survive none of that. So, yeah. Uh, this is exactly for me, like the uh, Riders Quadrant. How we wouldn't survive any of that. Yeah. I would be dead probably sooner. Yeah. In this one, I would never survive this. Like, I would never survive of- any kind of quest like this. Never. Also, also the spirit of the wood sounds kind of dirty to me right now. Um, <laughs> you know, we've been talking about this. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I wouldn't survive on laughter alone because I would be abusing her. She'd be like, all right, you're dead. 
The spirit of the wood. It, it sounds it, like a porno. It sounds like she belongs in Wonder Tit with the Squirrel King. All right. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. The spirit of the wood should have been in play in these things. <laughs> it's true. Where were we? I know. Fail. <laughs> anyway, no. Bottom line, no. I would not survive. I would be dead uh, probably before the river, the the lake. So. Yeah, I was trying to figure out what came before the the lake. I couldn't remember, but I was like, I mean, I'm definitely not getting past that. So as you all know, we recently read Two Twisted Crowns by Rachie the Gills. We picked our favorite good and bad reviews in case anyone is on the fence about reading it, but you should read it. (laughs) Two Twisted Crowns currently has an overall rating of 4.6 out of 5 on Goodreads and a 4.7 on Amazon with a publication date of October 17th, 2023. All right, so let's do our bad reviews first. Jess, what do you have? So Alex is right. Get off the fence and in the yard. Read this book. (laughs) Just saying. I mean, really 4.6 on Goodreads, 4.7 on Amazon. Need we say more? This book is possibly sheer perfection. All right. (laughs) So my one star, because not everybody thinks that way, apparently, is I kept waiting for this book to get exciting and it never did. So this has me wondering if this is maybe the ghost of Helen Keller reading this book, because how did you not get the same experience we did? Because yeah. I thought it was exciting as hell. It was very exciting. I Some people, it's just not for them, I guess. But I don't if know. Don't, I don't know what they like wanted. Fantasy. Yeah. If you don't like fantasy, why are you reading a fantasy book? You know, it's like it's like well, what's his name says uh, in that movie. Um, Due date. He's like, you know. He's like, I, I'm allergic to waffles. He's like, then why did you eat waffles? And he's like, well, you know, then don't take me to a waffle house. He's like, you don't have to eat waffles at the waffle house. Like, that's exactly how I feel about this review. Yeah. <laughs> don't like it. Don't read it. Yeah. Yeah. That should be for a lot of books. If you if you're reading a book, even though you don't think you're going to like it, why are you reading it? <laughs> yeah, I know. It'll be like somebody who read, reads a sci fi and then they'll be like, oh, I give it a one. So I don't like sci fi. Then why did you read it? <laughs> Knowing you're not going to like it. That's like me watching anime and being like, I don't like this. Because I don't like anime. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh, I'm done. Man. All right. We're very right. bitter about these one stars. Yes, we are. They were actually kind of hard to find, though, so yeah. I guess that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. But all right, so I have a one star. This person actually got an advanced copy of the book uh, in exchange for an honest review. So they mm-hmm. said, honestly, I did not finish this after three chapters. I was so, so about the first book and was hoping this book would be more intriguing. I was so unattached to the characters. So picking up here, I was bored immediately. I really wanted to push through, but couldn't. Once again, I just don't get it. I love the characters. No, the best parts of the book. That doesn't even make sense. This is, again, the ghost of Helen Keller, because it makes absolutely no sense if you're like, oh, I really love the first book. That means you love the characters. Same characters. Yeah. Same ones. Yeah. And the narration was better, in my opinion, in this one. I loved it. (laughs) Can you tell we liked this book? (laughs) We hated it. No. I think this is the most bitter we've ever been, actually, about reading the one stars. I don't know if we've ever been this bitter before. <laughs> I don't think so, but I'm going to say my 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 current new phrase, uh, I spit on you. I you spit like on you. <laughs> no, I'm only kidding. <laughs> All right. So how about those good reviews then? All right. Finally, my happy place again. All right. <laughs> so if I couldn't have wrote this review better myself, this is a five star. Got it on Goodreads. Says, ladies and gentlemen, this is how you write a sequel. You make me care about the secondary character so much that when I pick up a sequel and half the characters follow them, I become excited. You give me a new romance plot involving them instead of creating unnecessary conflict between the couple we follow during the first book and instead give them something important to do. 
now that we're we've already established they're not they're in love not questioning it again but not leaving us me really without the fun of a new one you expand on the lore without having a character info dump or have flashbacks and instead create an interesting reason as to why we're able to see the past now the last step to creating a great sequel is being rachel gillig honestly <laughs> and then the Taylor playlist, Out of the Woods, Evermore, Slot Haunted. Nice. Okay. <laughs> Love that review. <laughs> I agree with you. I When I saw that you had this review, I was like, I agree. This is how you write a sequel. Like, this yes. is so well done. <laughs> All right. So I also have a five star. This person said, you know you found a new favorite author when they leave you questioning the very fabric of your star rating reality. This book ticked every box, hit every sweet spot, and cemented a piece of its soul into my mind. How are we meant to rate such a transcendent experience with these star-shaped symbols that we use to try to assign personal meaning to books that made an impact on the very core of our being? Am I being melodramatic? Perhaps. But anyway, have the whole galaxy of stars, Miss Gillig. I guess that's all just a long-winded way to say I loved it. And if you have similar tastes to me, you might love it as well. And if you don't, that's cool too. So there you go. I agree. <laughs> She does deserve the uh, the galaxy of stars. I cannot wait to see what comes next from her. Yeah, same. Yeah, she is up there right now for my uh, my authors, and I would read this entire series over and over again. Yeah, That's all. I would too. We've heard what other people had to say, so now here's our back flap submi submissions. Our back flaps. Just right. take it away. <laughs> If you haven't read Two Twisted Crowns yet, drop everything and get lost in its mist. Now, <laughs> Jess and Alex. Welcome to the Elm Show, bitches. I never realized I had a favorite tree before, but now I think we all do. I agree. Jess do we and not? Alex. No, <laughs> definitely I do. love elms now, apparently. <laughs> well, looks like these characters were playing with the full deck after all. Read it with the poker face on, Jess and Alex. <laughs> hey, Hoth, what's in that goblet? Drink this poison and get got, you dick. <laughs> Jess and Alex. <laughs> I tried oh to hold God. it together, but seriously, get got, you scumbag. No one likes you. The worst. I hate him. Yeah. Hey, the spirit of the wood called. <laughs> she said, meet her by Castle U 500 years ago to read this book. <laughs> Jess and Alex. I like that one. <laughs> oh. Hoth's a dick, and Elm's got a forest of twigs to play in, right? I only know. That's <laughs> an Alex. It's I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, that's right. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, you pronounced it my own. Um, okay. I don't know. <laughs> I'll think of my kids. Just an Alex. That's like, I don't eat know. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, I can't. Simply, this is it. Is it this? Jess and Alex. It is. This is it. There's <laughs> it. All right, everyone. So let's transition now into the cooking portion with some cooking tips. So for today, we're going to discuss magical time-saving tips and tricks in your kitchen. So Alex, what do you have for us? So magical. All right. So my, <laughs> my tip and trick is simply meal prep. So if you're like me and you hate to cook, it's really helpful to prepare meals ahead of time and then you don't have to cook every day. So if you cook maybe three times a week, then you can make enough to eat the next day or to have for lunch the next day. If you have a husband like me who doesn't like leftovers, you just tell him he has no choice and he has to eat it because you're not cooking again. So it's, it saves you a lot of time. Um, 
It's also, it's really helpful if you work or you commute because you don't have to, you know, just be cooking every single night when you get home. You can do it, like I said, three times a week and be able to eat for the whole week. So there you go. Nice. Yeah. All right. So um, if you want to get magical, you can, there's edible glitter. You know, you can throw that in your party punch. You can throw that on cookies. You can throw that in your treats. But if you don't want to get magical and you want to save some time, then my trick for you or my tip would be when you buy your veggies and you bring them home, pre-slice, pre-chop them, throw it into <laughs> some Tupperware or a Ziploc or something like that. And this way you have it ready to go. The next morning you want to make an omelet, boom, you already have your stuff. You don't have to chop anything. Uh, you want to make something else uh, for dinner. You want to make uh, fajitas. You already have them ready to go and you can have them prepped and ready. Uh, as soon as you come home from them, instead of putting them in the fridge and, and hoping that they won't go bad because you'll remember to use them. Sometimes that happens. Mm -hmm. You could chop them up and have them in the forefront of your fridge and you already have your, your veggies ready to go. So there's no excuses on what you're going to make because you already have them chopped. It really is. I actually do do that most of the time because it does okay. you you spend a little bit more time doing it all at once but then you don't have to do it again it's just it's already ready yeah nine out of ten times I'll actually cook them too if I'm in, in the mood for it's a good it idea and yeah yeah just to have like peppers and onions and everything just ready to go on hands yeah you can also cut them up and then freeze them and then that way they stay good for longer and again if you don't feel like you don't have anything or you just want something quick just throw it in wherever defrosted yeah, or whatever all right exactly and if that's not for you just remember that that edible glitter exists so if you want to get magical and that's something you'd rather do then you go for it it does that's all all right do you have a time-saving magical tip or trick that you enjoy if so send us an email or reach out on our socials if we test out your suggestion we'll credit you and discuss the outcome in the future yeah as you may recall on tuesday we introduced the ingredient of the week which was bread inspired by the rotten bread fed to the prisoners in stone's dungeons we were each supposed to make something using that ingredient so now we'll review the outcome jess what do you have for us this week okay since it was a recipe that incorporates bread i figured why not tell you how to make bread right it's actually not hard to make. Uh, all you have to do is you have to already have um, yeast and the best is the one in, in the jar uh, and you keep it in the refrigerator. It lasts up to six months once opens. Uh, and it's it's not the instant yeast that comes in the packages, but the other one uh, that, that comes in the jar. That's the one I recommend for this recipe or for any recipe if you want to try different ones. Uh, but if you've never made bread before, I know it sounds like it could be intimidating, but it's not that bad. Um, so the easiest one that I could say would be a tablespoon of um, the active dry yeast, uh, a teaspoon of salt, a teaspoon of sugar if you want you that's optional and two cups of warm water okay and you want to make sure that it's not hot it's not cold it's not lukewarm but warm so if you're actually going to you know look at the degrees it would be somewhere around like 100 degrees 105 115 something like that and you're going to mix these ingredients together put like clear wrap over it and then just put it aside put it somewhere that's warm inside of the microwave without it being on for example, for a couple hours, you have like me, I have a I have a proofing setting on my toaster oven. So if you're like me, you could put it in there and that'll actually cut your time. But I think it's like 100 degrees or something that it goes on. But that's also not necessary. You could just put it away for a little while, a couple hours until it rises where it's double the size. You take that out. I like to take that um, and put it into two separate loaf pans. And you don't have to do this in a loaf pan if you don't want to. But if it's your first time, that's the easiest way. You separate it, cut it in half, 
put it in the loaf pans and then let that sit another half hour. So this way they can get a little bit bigger in there. And then you throw them in the oven, 350 for about 30 minutes, 33 minutes until it's lightly browned. You take it out. It's delicious. And you can get creative with it. If you don't want to add sugar, you want to add honey, you could do that. You could take the, the sugar and the honey out. You don't have to add that if you don't want to, but you could also add, you know, seasoning flavors, rosemary, or uh, you can add onions onto it. I've done that before. It, you could get creative. I've actually put garlic <laughs> And cheese, which is a favorite. Mm. Um, and you put that in there and you actually, you don't have to knead this, by the way, but you can mix it in together. So when you're putting them in the loaf pans, you could just mix it into like the middle of it and kind of combine it together so that it's embedded in it. And it comes out pretty good. And it's not that hard. It just comes with experience. After a while, you can get creative with it, but start out um, pretty easy at first and just take it from there. Mm. Yeah. All right. Well, that sounds good. My recipe for this week is a French toast bake. So I usually make this on Christmas morning or sometimes I'll do it on Thanksgiving morning, but I like it around Christmas time because it makes me feel cozy. Also, it's easy to make the night of Christmas Eve and then you wake up in the morning, you cook it and you have a fun little breakfast. So basically what you're going to do is grab a loaf of bread. You can really use any bread. I like to use challah bread. I think it's the best, but you can literally use any bread you like. You're going to need about eight eggs, large, um, about two cups of milk, half a cup of heavy cream, some vanilla extract, maybe a tablespoon, and then some sugar. You could do, I've seen recipes that have like three quarters of a cup. However, I usually do less because I don't think it needs that much, especially if you're going to put some uh, syrup on it later. I don't think it needs as much sugar. Also, I did get this tip from my friend Dana, but if you mix some brown sugar and butter and put it at the bottom of the pan, it creates a really yummy little toast that goes with um like crust, sorry, not toast. And it really adds some flavor. And if you do that, once again, you don't really need all the sugar. There's also toppings that you can do. So basically you could do some flour with some brown sugar, cinnamon. You could do nutmeg if you want, a little bit of salt and some butter. And basically what you'll do is you'll cut the bread up into little cubes. You can put it, I usually put this into a loaf pan, a large loaf pan. However, once again, you can kind of use whatever you have. It doesn't matter. Um, in you're going to grease that and you're going to put in the bread cubes and then you're going to mix together the eggs, the milk, the heavy cream, vanilla, sugar, if you're using it, and then you'll pour it evenly over the bread. Then you're going to cover it with plastic wrap and refrigerate it for at least four hours. However, I usually do it overnight, like I said, and then you'll make the topping. You just mix all those ingredients together and you can put it into a bag and put that in the refrigerator overnight as well. And then in the morning, wake up, put the topping on the bread mix thing the, the in the pan. You just put, you sprinkle the topping over it and then you put it in the oven, bake it at 350, um, maybe 45 to 60 minutes, but keep an eye on it, especially depending on what kind of pan you're using. And when it's done, you take it out, cut it up and you can serve it with honey or syrup, or you could just eat it plain. Really depends on your tastes. It's delicious. It's delightful, and it makes you think of the holidays. Love it. Yeah, we we love making a French toast bake here. Mine's different. We don't cut it into cubes. Oh, really? I yeah. I've seen so many different recipes for this. This one, I usually this is how my mom does it. So it's how I've I usually do it. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and um, it reminds me a little of the bread pudding. I love bread pudding too. Oh yeah, me too. I actually had some in St. Lucia with some. Did you? Yeah, yeah. it had uh, Lang Lang. Is that how it's pronounced? Lang Lang, right? 
I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It had like a Lang Lang sauce and and some ice cream. And it was so good. All right, I'm done. That sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. <laughs> sounds really good. Yeah. Well, if you have a yummy recipe using bread or making a, your version of bread, send it to us in an email or reach out on our socials. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to test out your suggestions, and we'll of course credit you and and discuss the outcome that we have from them in the future. All righty. So that brings us to this week's game. We're going to be playing Taboo Tay or taboo <laughs> so we each we have an app on our phone and it's going to select a word for us and if you don't know how to play taboo it gives you a word that the other person is going to have to guess we'll have to describe it to that person but there are five words closely linked to that word to use to describe it that we're not allowed to use so we'll explain to you what those words are after the person guesses so jess do you want to go first or you want me to go first uh i'll go first Okay. Uh, I'm just going to let you guys know that uh, after we're done, we will show each other the screen. So this way there's no cheating know, in case we said it. Yes. You'd gotcha. be like, but you said that word, cheater. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And that's that. All, All right. right. So the first one you get. All right. Uh, see, but it's it sucks because when you see the words, you want to say them. I know. And I wouldn't even have thought of them. All right. Jigsaw is one of them. Puzzle. Uh, yes. Oh, Okay. All right, I, there you go. I couldn't say crossword, logic, pieces, solve, or solution. I did want to say pieces. Mm. And I was like, oh, man. Honestly, when you first said Jigsaw, I was thinking of the Saw movies. And my first thought was serial killer. And I was like, it can't be. That can't be the word. <laughs> it just can't be. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. It's an animal with brown fur that eats a fruit and usually lives in a jungle type situation it's very close to humans monkey yes (laughs) (laughs) so So there you go i couldn't say banana swing zoo tree or baboon (laughs) okay (laughs) nice yeah okay all right here we go your aunt linda jacks is her grandson Thank you. Oh, so nice. Anyway, this ways around this. <laughs> yeah. All right. I couldn't say we're uh, generation kids, mom, children, parent. And gotcha. I want to say my mom. So I had to say your Aunt Linda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. All right. So for this one, you usually listen to it on Spotify or the radio. Po- podcast. No. Um, Music. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I couldn't say notes, sound, hear, band, or rock. Nice. Rock. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, without this, you could be late. Without this, you won't know what you're doing. Alarm. It's important to keep one of these to stay on track. Reminder. Uh, planner. Calendar. Notebook. Let's see how fast I could put this. This is hard. I want to say all these words. Okay. Uh, I invited you to, to a wedding and you don't know if you can go, but you have to check your schedule. Yes. Oh, nice. Nice. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't say events, date, day, week, month. I mean, that's impossible. Wow. I was yeah. like, <laughs> All, right. All right. So this is a fun time that happened last week and you go and get candy. Trick or treat. Halloween. Yeah, it's Halloween. I couldn't say nice. October scary holiday pumpkin or costume. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
this is something that took place with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. It was uh, a trial and it was inside this place. Courtroom? Yes, but without the room. Court. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't say judge, verdict, jury, attorney, or defense. So I had to get creative there. Okay. All right. This one should be pretty easy. Nick is my brother. Yes. (laughs) Jesus, could that get me easier? I know. I couldn't say sister, father, mother, sibling, or parent. Okay, this is this one's going to be fun. This is something when you moved into your new house, you had to dispose of immediately and you didn't understand why they left it behind. Oh my God, wait, there were so many things. <laughs> curtains? What kinds? Dirty curtains. Yes, but th- this one was in a specific room. The garage? No, in the bathroom. I could say that. Oh, okay. Oh, the shower curtain. Yes. Yes, yes. Shower curtain. Ugh. They I actually know, didn't could... leave those, but they asked if I wanted to keep oh, it. Oh, that's right. They, they that's were like, right. hey, do you want to keep these? I was like, what? And the bath mats too. I was like, no, I'm sorry, but I have my own. Thank you. <laughs> How nice of them. Yeah. I couldn't say wash, prevent, door, hang, or hotel. Okay. I knew they left behind the curtains, but I thought it was the shower curtain, but I knew it was something with the shower curtain. So it if, it were, if it were up to them, they probably would have left it. They left all the rest of the curtains and they left a rug. They left that weird picture. Remember that one that I oh sent you? It was like a Wendy's picture. Asses? Yeah. Yes. And like a, a ton of tires and just a ton of shit. All right. I'm getting angry about it again. All right. Here all we right. go. <laughs> it's okay. All right. This is where you put the Your things dear. that the things that you buy things with your currency wow yes yes all right i couldn't nice. say money cash credit cards license or purse okay all right this is something that you say when you text someone general hey hi greetings earthlings um what's uh, up yes <laughs> what's up that's hilarious i couldn't say greeting hello hi doing you <laughs> all right all right. So this is what you use when you're feeling sick and you need to know if you should take aspirin or not. Medicine? No. It's a it's you put it in your mouth. Sometimes you have to put it in your butt for like little kids. <laughs> I didn't know you were gonna say for little kids. That's terrible. Oh, I think they goodness. do it for babies sometimes in the butt. I don't know, or the armpit. Yes, the thermometer. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ, but this, that's what she said stuff happening there. I couldn't say temperature, heat, measure, fever, or mercury. Yeah, fucking because mercury is exactly what I would think of. I know, that's so old school. So <laughs> crazy. Who, who has an old thermometer like that? An old, crazy old Maurice. Hmm. All right. Uh, all right. Well, I can go two ways with this. One, we we love Mexican type of noms. And a lot of times this is incorporated in that. Cheese? Um, No, it's like things with beans. Guacamole, rice? Yes. My other thing I was going to say to go with it would have been you could put your phone in this apparently if it's not working to get it to work again. Didn't Doug try that once and it didn't work? It it did work, I think. Oh, did it? I couldn't say wheat, grain, food, Asia, and white. Hmm. Okay. All All right. So you get this from your physician when you're feeling ill medicine but how do you get the prescription yes all right yes. i couldn't say medicine pharmacy doctor cvs or refill CVS. nice <laughs> all right this was lyrics i think this was actually the title of an eminem song blank ain't saving shit girl you could jump on shady's dick oh <laughs> 
Superman. Yes. Superman ain't saving shit. You Girl, on? you can jump on Shady's dick. Right. Uh, <laughs> too, too happy. That's why I know. <laughs> All right. So we went to go see him live and he was awesome. Yeah. All right. All right. Superman. Uh, I couldn't say hero movie flies kryptonite or randomly underwear. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why can't we say underwear? What does Superman have to do with underwear? Is this something I don't know? I'd like to be informed. Yeah. Yeah. That's really weird. <laughs> All right. You give this as a thank you for a service when you go out to eat. My mind just went in the gutter. A rating? <laughs> no. That's it. It's yes a tip yeah tip of that dick <laughs> oh <my God>. uh, <laughs> i couldn't say cab taxi waiter restaurant or money nice <laughs> all right two more each okay good right okay uh this is something that you hear when there's a storm thunder boom literally <laughs> all right i couldn't say wet rain lightning sound or umbrella but i could say storm mm. i mean come on yeah <laughs> All right. So you use this in the kitchen to make pasta or sauce. A, a pan. Or soup. A pot. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't say pan, kettle, black, nonstick, or cook. Nice. <laughs> it's random words. So random. All right. This could totally go wrong. Oh, I just got shower curtain. Sorry. Nice. <laughs> this could totally go wrong. But I'm going to try it anyway. In the movie, how well do you know the movie Dumb and Dumber? A little. All right. In the movie, when they think they're going to Aspen, uh, they say, I don't see any mountains or something. And then he's like, yeah, that John Blank is full of shit. Deer? No. I don't know. All right. This is also where South Park is, but a different city. Oh, fuck. I'm not supposed to say city. Oh. I effed up. It's Denver. Oh, Denver. Okay. Oh, well. All right. All right. You use this to clean your mouth, Listerine. Mouthwash. Yeah. You can't say mouth. <laughs> I, I can't say brush, rinse, teeth, dentist, or cavity. But mouthwash is in the word. <laughs> Fail. <laughs> All right. Last one. Let's make it count. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, it's a band. They sing Tom Sawyer. I don't know. Is it a new band or an old band? Old. I have no idea. When you're coming back from work, sometimes you get stuck in this blank hour. Rush hour? Oh, yeah. rush. I gotcha. Okay. Yes, rush. Nice. All right. Couldn't say hurry, speed, fast, quick, or mail. Okay. I don't know why mail's there, but okay. <laughs> All right. During the week, there's seven of these days. It's the one in the middle. Wednesday. Yes. <laughs> hump day. I, I was going to say hump day, but I couldn't say Tuesday, Thursday, days, two, or eve. <laughs> so you would have just been like, hump? Yeah. <laughs> I'd been like, what? You would have been like, excuse me? Are <laughs> we back in Wonder Tit? I'd have been like, camel? <laughs> oh my God, Camelot, Camel Tit. This is before. That's a good one. <laughs> The Kingdom of Camel Tit to coming soon. Yeah. Oh my God. All right. Well, this was fun. Yeah. Tabute. Nobody kicked anyone's bootie because we got a tie. We even failed one each. So you yeah. were winning. Until you said the word mouth. I was allowed to say mouth. No, you weren't. It's in the word. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. That's like the word being necktie. And you're being like, oh, neck. It's on your neck. I could say that. 
can't. Fine, whatever. All right. You can't. Cause you okay. All right. You You're right. I agree with you. No cousin conflict uh, over this. <laughs> I know. All right. Well, that was fun. That was fun. All right. We're going to turn the podcast over to Jess's husband, Doug, for a manly minute or a chug of Doug. We tried to get Alex's husband involved, but he's too shy. Maybe in the future. And now a healthy chug. Of Doug. Hey, what's going on, guys? How's everybody doing today on this Thursday? Doing good, huh? I'm doing good. It's just, uh, you know, outside doing some leaves. You know, fall falls upon us. You know what's a good investment? The uh, the leaf vacuum. That You want to make leaves that much easier for yourself? Go get yourself a leaf vacuum. I mean, it cuts your time in half doing leaves by at least half. It's, it's a quality investment. What else we got? What else? What else is going on? Hmm? Guys getting ready for uh, Thanksgiving, you know? Uh, just uh, creeping your way into Christmas. Let's be honest, guys. We don't need Christmas music right now. Let's let's enjoy Thanksgiving first, and then you can go nuts into Christmas. You get, I'm, I'm a little more excited about Christmas. Now my son's a little older, so he's already talking to me about Santa coming and bringing him gifts. And I'm using Santa basically as a bargaining chip when he's not doing something I need him to do, I'll be like, all right, Santa's, Santa's watching. Santa's watching. Yeah, yeah, he is. Real creepy Santa, but he's watching. What else? What else? What else is going on, huh? Uh, what did we, uh, oh, oh, betting. Bet, betting. We took a couple weeks off. We took two weeks off from betting because things went downhill fast, you know? It was disheartening. I went on a nice little skid with the NHL. Uh, it was three, maybe four losses in a row. I uh, I was like, let's sit back. Let's reevaluate what's going on, you know? Why am I making the wrong decisions? Maybe it's because I know nothing about hockey. So yesterday we, we went in. We took the wild minus one and a half. Well, Technically, you're listening to this on Thursday. So on Tuesday, we took uh, we took the Wild minus one and a half. They covered, you know, got a little, uh, at the end, it got a little scary at the end for me. It was a power play, six on four with a minute and 40 to go in the game. Wild up by two. I'm like, guys, please hold it together. All right. Hold it together for my wallet. And then we took the over in the Devils Avalanche game. <laughs> Easy money. Easy money. If there's an over, I mean the Devils, the Devils over in every Devils game, they play zero defense. Oh, someone's at my front door. Sorry about that. Uh, what I was saying was Devils, any over in a Devils game, you take it. No defense, goalie's horrible, and they score a lot. So just keep that in mind, all right? Uh, that's all I got for you today. Enjoy it. Stay tuned for the next Manly Minute, where you can get tips about sports, working out, reading, gaming, and other fun topics. Just a reminder to stay after the episode for some bloopers and bonus content. Next Tuesday, November 14th, we will be reading and reviewing Belladonna by Adeline Grace. Join us then as we discuss the first in the Dark Fantasy series. And join us again this Thursday, November 16th for another party episode. Don't forget to mark your calendar for our next Book of the Month episode, which will air on Wednesday, November 29th. We'll be reading and discussing Tommy Orange's novel, There, There. And be on the lookout for our next bonus-ode. On November 20th, we'll be reviewing Britney Spears' newly released memoir, The Woman in Me. And maybe for other upcoming unannounced surprise bonus-odes. Who knows? If you haven't read the upcoming books but would like to, head on over to the link in our bio and get a copy for yourself so that you can participate in future discussions. You don't pay anything extra, but if you make a purchase using our link, we get a small commission. So thank you so much for supporting us.
If you enjoy listening to our podcast, it would really mean a lot to us if you would leave a positive review on Spotify, Apple, or whichever streaming service you use. We would really appreciate it also if you could spread the word by telling friends and family about our podcast. And of course, we want to say thank you to all of our listeners. We really appreciate each and every one of you. We also want to remind everyone to be on the lookout for our live events on TikTok. Yep, we'll be doing some live events soon and we will post upcoming dates on our socials. If you're just tuning in, this is what you can expect from our podcast. We're going to be releasing new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. So be sure to check out our socials for updates and also some bonus content. You can find us on Instagram, TikTok, and other platforms. Click on the link in our bio for access to all of our socials, our website, and other links. We encourage you to reach out to us with thoughts, ideas, questions, and feedback. You can email us at bookswithcooks at gmail.com. You can also find our full book reviews on Goodreads. These links will also be available at the link in bio. If no one told you today, you're important and valued. You belong here. You're doing great. And we believe in you. Now let's turn the page and put a fork in it because we're done with this one. So let's go on then to our speech series. As you know, we like to enhance your speech as well as our own. And we get these from the well-spoken thesaurus by Tommy, Tom Healer or Tommy the Heels. <laughs> so today, instead of saying, eat a dick, instead you're going to say, orally ingest a Johnson. For example, that guy's a douche. He can eat a dick. You can say, that guy's a douche. He should orally ingest a Johnson. <laughs> Not come from Thomas. <laughs> the festival of fill in the blank, which is reusable. We can fill that in with whatever we choose in the moment. Uh, the award for gnarliest nuts. Uh, putting on an enchanting cloak. All right. I thought it was an enhancing cloak. I lied. I was making sure Alex was paying attention. Yes, the enhancing cloak, which depending on who wears it, what gets enhanced uh and the sequestered tavern they call they have a titathon so sometimes it's called the titathon salon all right i'm done and be on the lookout for our next bonus sode on november 20th we'll be reviewing britney spears's newly released memoir the woman in me and maybe for other upcoming unannounced surprise bonus odes fuck face (laughs) Uh, Just, I can't with you. All right. <laughs> You're just trying to throw me off my game. And I did see this ahead of time. <laughs> I was like, maybe it makes sense. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't. doesn't. Uh, all right. Hold on. <laughs> maybe for some other upcoming announced ones. Fuck it makes no sense. The fuck face <laughs> is so out of place, but it's that's why it's good. All right. Hold on. Let's do it again. <laughs> Thanks for listening to my mommy and me and Alec. Bye.